This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness uh, Preview, looking at a really good card at Melton. Uh, the Saturday Night Program is excellent this week. Uh, and a time-honoured race that's not really considered a feature anymore, but the Delray National Italian Cup. By golly, we've had some wonderful um, Italian Cups over the years, and none more famous than the comeback of the great uh, popular arm in uh, 1984. Rob Orber joins me to have a look at uh, uh, an excellent program. I think it's probably the best card we've had on a Saturday night for a few, uh, well, maybe a few months, Rob. Yeah, hi, Dan. Hi, everyone. Big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club who uh, sponsor our program. They've got a big night with the club lounge this Saturday night for their members. And uh, obviously, yeah, we're encouraging everyone, if you're not a member as yet, uh, make sure you, you purchase your uh, social club membership so you can get access to the club lounge. And as well as that, if you are a member, make sure you head out to Melton Park on Saturday night. And as you said, Dan, fantastic program. Uh, it really is. Uh, the Delray National Italian Cup uh, brings back some great memories of some wonderful horses that have won this race over a long period of time. We've got a really good race, race five on the card, but the supporting program is also very strong. Yes, it is. Um, the uh, first event on the uh, program is the Dynamic Print Group uh, Paste. I found this challenging uh, to, to initially work out. Um, there looks to be plenty of chances here. Rob, this is over the 2,240 metres. Yeah, look, I'm pretty keen. Look, if it maps out right and Major Major holds the front, which I, I felt like he had the speed here to, to lead, I think that allows Sly Terror to sit on the leader's back. And I clearly feel like he's the horse to beat here, number eight, Sly Terror. He's been going really well. He had no luck last start. He certainly hit the line uh, very strongly. He had plenty in reserve. He follows uh, the back of Major Major, and I think they'll fight to finish out. But I've gone eight slide terror on top. From number one, which is Major Major, he's been going really well, this horse. Uh, he's a consistent fella. Two platinum stride. He's also absolutely flying. I don't think he's got the gate speed here to get across Major Major. I think he'll just sit off the speed. He'll be savaging the line. And I certainly like the run of Magic Mike last start or the start before two runs ago at Melton. He wasn't far away last start at Mildura. He's got an opportunity to possibly drop him three back to pegs here. And I feel like they're the main chances here. Numbers eight on top, really like Sly Terror, ahead of one major major. Two, Platinum Stride, who's ready to win. And number nine, Magic Mike. Now, Rob, I thought Relentless Me might be able to lead here and... I think she's just fit enough now. I think she probably needs to be on the pegs, but it was a good chance to get across. So um, I'm tipping the seven uh, from two platinum stride, eight slide terror and one major major, seven, two, eight and one in the opening event on the program. Race number two, uh, this is the download the tab app today pace. Now this is over the 1200 metres and it's a, and it's another challenging race, another race that uh, I've found difficult to work out. Um, all the runners will start across the front here, so whether the emergency starts or not, uh, all eight runners will be across the one line. They extended out uh, the mobile arm for the 1200 metre races. So um, yeah, another challenging race. Yeah, I've come up with a horse here that's going to be, I think, over the odds. Uh, look, I've no doubt that number eight, Raw for Roscoe, 
is clearly the best horse in the race. Uh, you know, he, he's, his form indicates that. He went around in some major feature races uh, last campaign. He was runner-up behind uh, Catch a Wave in the Vic Bread final. I mean, that race alone should just have him clear favourite. And he probably will win the race uh, if it all works out. But because it's 1,200 metres, you always worry that, you know, first up after a break, um, this is not the type of race that you want to be giving your horse a gut buster. You'll probably want to be sitting back here and letting this horse run home. And there seems to be genuine speed in the race. I mean, I can see a horse like El Boston who's drawn outside the front row. He only knows one thing, and that's to to charge. And he could be running out of the gate here and and really setting up a a fast tempo, which might just set it up for Raw for Roscoe. I'm just not keen to jump in at any short quote first up over 1,200. The horse that I've come up with uh, with a little bit of value, look, it might be a place bet. He's probably the lowest-ranked horse in the race, but number four, Captain Maastricht. This is a type of race where he'll appreciate 1,200 metres. I think Chris Elf has got some options here, which way he plays this at the start of the race. I love that he's run last start behind Dangerous. He really came from a long way back. And again, at a little bit of value, maybe that dollar to win and, and four or five of the place. Number four, Captain Maastricht for mine. Ahead of eight, Raw for Roscoe. Look, clearly the, the class horse of the race. Six, Ira Paul, I think, will be suited by this short race. And at number five, Zubra, who's racing really well. But four at Bolter's odds ahead of eight, six and five. Look, I've put an Ira Pool on top. A horse has got enough gate speed to push forward. Uh, Zubri, who's in terrific form. We made Frio, who's got gate speed. And I've got Raw for Roscoe in the mix. But he was scratched from a race recently, Rob. And it's always in the back of my mind when you see a horse, particularly when they're first up, they've been scratched recently, whether they've not been ready or they've had a little bit of a hiccup. And when they're as possibly going to be as short as he is. So... He's the best horse in the race. We don't disagree with that. But, um, yeah, I'd like to uh, find out a little bit more before the race. And over 1,200 metres, uh, look, it's one of those that um, we don't see too many odds on favourites winning those 1,200 metre races, do we? Six, five, three and eight. Race three is the Garrard's Pace. And uh, this is a small field. Uh, Finn Frost is uh, scratching. He uh, gets a run in a later race, race number six. So no Finn Frost here. Um, interesting race to, uh, to sort out. Yankee Gold's probably got the barrier draw uh, that suits best, and LB2 Chain showed enough last start that he might be close. And I've seen Iliac Beach before, and Ilac Beach before, and, and um, I reckon he's got a really good chance as well. He's a nice horse, isn't he? Ilac Beach, uh, who comes across from Tassie, he's won 10 from 31. Look, I've tipped here three LB2 chains. Uh, Look, you know, uh, this horse here has got, you know, plenty of ability. I think we've just got to dismiss a couple of his runs. Uh, he, he he went around uh, in that uh, Vic Bread Platinum Metro Heat three runs ago. He, he came from back in the field. Look, he ran well. He finished fourth in the race. Uh, he was beaten 14 metres. There was obviously, you know, plenty of confidence around him at, uh, in the final, um, he, he contacted the sulky and, and broke and, uh, you know, didn't really race as generously as he can. And in last start, he, he was good. He, he drove well. Zach Phillips really has a good affinity with the horse. He knows him well. I think they've probably done a little bit of a gear change with him. This looks a really good race for him. I think he can win here and make him one of the best uh, bet, bets of the night, number three, LB2 chains. From two, Ilac Beach, who... Uh, is a nice horse, as you mentioned. He comes across from Tassie. He's got a good record. He's third up from a little break. 
Uh, we've seen Tassie horses really compete at a high level here and you can't knock him. He's got versatility about him. He's got a bit of bait, gate speed. He's got a bit of toughness and he can come from behind. So he'll run a really genuine race. One Yankee goal, look, you know, we, we know he's very capable. He hasn't won since May 2022. Last start just didn't go as well, probably raced a bit fiercely. The barrier draw really helps him. You know, this is a race where he needs to show really dramatic improvement. And, and you know, if he won the race, you wouldn't be shocked. And for where Seggy, who's a really nice horse, he's also a horse that's on the up. He's got gate speed and he can come from behind. You've got to respect him as well. But, look, I'm going to stick with LB2 Chains. Ahead of two, I like Beach. One, Yankee Gold. And four, where Seggy. My numbers are similar. Three, one, two, and four. The Woodland Stud, Carlotta's Pride Trotters Free For All is for the trotting mares and... The hard fit Queen Elida. It's it's hard to see her getting beaten. Can you uh, visionaries first up, Revelstoke second up, and Lady Adelia, while in great forms, up a long way in class. So um, it should be Queen Elida's race. It, it looks that right. She's an absolute star. I mean, her her performance again last start was outstanding, and just her will to win. You saw her the last hundred metres um, in a race where Ultimate Stride was driven to complete perfection by uh, Chris Lang to uh, try to get Queen Elida beaten for a second time in a row. And this mare just stuck her neck out. She knew where the line is. Uh, she's uh, all class. She sits on 496000 I think she'll tip over half a million dollars on uh, Saturday night. I've tipped her on top. She looks extremely hard to beat. Five Visionary, who's first up since uh, winning uh, the, the Vic Bread, four-year-old Vic Bread final. She's a class mare. Distance suits her. She's had five, uh, what, five times here at the track for two wins, two placings. Handles and mobiles well. Uh, I think she'll run a really good, strong forward race uh, first up. Four Revel Stoke was absolutely outstanding last start. Uh, she's only going to strip fitter and she's going to run a mighty race. And uh, I've put in number three, Lady Adelia, for third, uh, for fourth. But uh, six clearly on top, ahead of five and four, and then three. Yeah, I see it the same way. Six, five, four, and uh, three in race four. The fifth event is the Delray National Italian Cup. And uh, Supreme Dominator is scratched number eight. Uh, interesting race. We've got the last two winners of this um, this race engaged. Max Delight won it two years ago, and like a wildfire, is going for back-to-back wins. Yeah, look, I've tipped number eleven, like a wildfire. Uh, he, he was very good uh, last run. Went fourth, uh, first up from a little bit of a break. Uh, he chased home uh, the very smart he son of a gun. He came from back in the field. Tempo was against him. They went 55-2 last half. He was three wide with no cover. And he fought on really well into fourth placing. You would imagine with the natural improvement of that run under his belt, he's a seasoned horse. I think he'll be really hard to beat here, number 11, like a wildfire. 10, just a little sip. We've been talking about the emerging four-year-olds that are ready to take over the new leadership role in these type of races. And just little, just a little sip is certainly heading in that direction. Very good effort last start. He was... Uh, uh, smothered on the pegs, got out late and hit the line really strongly into second spot. He'll have to do a bit of work here tonight. Uh, then we've got the old season horses in um, six, Torrid Saint. I thought he was outstanding first up last week in the race uh, that was won by Hurricane Harley. He really hit the line strongly. Might have to do a bit of extra work here from barrier six. And uh, the other horse that uh, we've put in number seven, Tango Tara, who's never too far away. So 11, 10, 6 and 7 for mine.
Yeah, I've got similar numbers, Rob. Again, the gate speed of the race is intriguing, and it might be Torrid Saint who's able to cross. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, looking at who can be the, the death seat horse, something that the fast-class racers have been missing in recent time. Look, like a wildfire has been uh, terrific that last run, uh, probably even better as far as his fitness is concerned. 11, 6, Torrid Saint, 10, just a little sip, 7, Tango Tara, 11, 6, 10 and 7. Race 6 is the hip pocket workwear, Castlemaine pace, Venkwish stride, number 3 is the scratching. Uh, this is a tough race. There's a lot of horses I can give a, a chance to here. Yeah, look, and I was the same, Dan. You sort of work your way through it, and it's a tricky race because you try to work out what's going to happen here at the start. And Sanday, each time he's drawn barrier one, he's made every attempt to lead from that barrier draw. Kafaji, he's just been a bit of a challenging horse, hasn't he? Uh, we know he's got the raw talent. His, his last couple of runs have been very solid. You think the barrier draw... You know, he gets back off the front here. He needs to make the most of it to be at least well poised. Ultimate Vinny's got gate speed. Arg pushes forward. Pull the other leg last two runs. As, uh, obviously, two runs ago was driven with a sit and really savaged the line and then drew the second row at Maryborough and came from behind and got the job done. So if that sort of, I suppose, driving tactics continues, pull the other leg, maybe driven with a sit, Let's rock, let's roll may do the same. And so, the, the, you know, the battle for the lead, Sande, Kafaji, Ultimate, Vinyarg, they're the four that are probably going to press forward here unless pull the other leg decides to go a different way. Uh, and then you've got the horses off the second row. Cobber's likely to take that three-wide trail and, and lead up the brigade, and Knight's Templar's going to be poised on his back. So I, I've stuck with Knight's Templar. I, I really gave him a good push last week. I, I saw him at Cranbourne Trials, and he just looked phenomenal. And... You know, Chris Alford indicated he probably needed to run first up unless things went right for him. He strips fitter, 1,700, looks like he's going to get a good trail. As long as there's genuine speed on early, that's always the big question mark here. But I've gone for him again. I think he's a class horse. Ten Knights Templar from nine Cobber. I think he's absolutely flying. Two Kafaji. This looks a race for him to get back into uh, the winner's list. And uh, I've slightly number one Sande from the draw. So 10, 9, 2 and 1. And I've... Uh... Got Cobra on top, but as I said, I thought it was pretty difficult. Arg is a good chance of being able to cross them. He's got a lot of gate speed. Ten Knights Templar and uh, and two Kafaji off the front row. Fitter now, and as you said, hasn't really had a barrier draw this preparation. Nine, five, ten, and two. Uh, Rob, this is a terrific race, the seventh event. It's the high gain three-year-old pace. The scratching is number two, and that's Duke's choice. And you got horses here that are going to be competitive at Group One level. It's a it's a terrific um, off-season three-year-old. Yeah, and a lot of these horses, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're horses that are going to be competing in heats of the Derby and and making the final later this year. They proved that as two-year-olds. We've seen a few of them head up to Sydney in the early the Derby up at uh, Menangle, and I can't see why there'll be too much difference here. Uh, look, I've tipped here uh, Nine Dangerous. He's uh, a very exciting three-year-old, as we know. He 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 looked a real major player up at Menangle uh, throughout the Derby series there, and just uh, his manners just didn't get it all right when it counted most for him. 
Uh, he was terrific winning first up. It was a very fast run race. He let down with a huge spread. And, uh, you know, again here, he follows out on the back of Seve now, who draws two. Seve's a good beginner. Dangerous should get a good run through the field. And I think Ryan Sanderson's got options of when he pushes the button here. He can do work and he also can hit the line strongly. So I'll just stick with him. Number nine, Dangerous on top. Three, Seve joins the Andy Gaff stable, has trialled well. He's raced in some nice races over in New Zealand. He's got early gate speed. He's a horse that could take a trail quite comfortably, uh, and he may do that in this type of race, but I'm expecting him to run a forward showing first up. Love the way Louis Luai is going. I think this horse is absolutely flying. If he won the race, it wouldn't shock me at all. I think uh, just the barrier draws have been unkind to him. If the barrier draws were kind to him here, I'd wouldn't have any hesitation to tip him on top. It's just a barrier that worries me. And uh, obviously the two Emma Stewart trained runners, both really nice horses, as we know, perfect class. Now Vinny and you feel a bit embarrassed that you're tipping them third and fourth when you know they've got the ability to easily win this race. It's a, it's a great race. Yeah, it is. Uh, look, got plenty of time for Dangerous. He's one of those horses he will stand out when you see him parade. And the only times that he probably hasn't run up the scratch, he's been well in the market. And they've been in the top-level races, Rob. And he always has looked to me as if he'll get better with experience, with racing, with maturity. And, uh, look, he won easily first up. I think he's uh, untapped. Uh, he's got more improvement to come. Probably can say that about a number of other horses here, but he represents a bit of value. Nine dangerous, seven Louis Luai for all the um, the reasons that you have uh, given. It's likely with a really good run here, he can head north to uh, to Queensland. Uh, eight hour Vinny and six perfect class. So nine, seven, eight, and six. Terrific race with Sevy thrown into the mix now, joining Andy Gath's stable. Uh, it's a terrific race, the seventh event. The uh, Saturday Night Harness Preview is what you're listening to, thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, and um, they've got that new facility, the Club Lounge, out at Melton now. And I tell you what, if you've got a runner engaged as an owner or, or a member of the club, it would be a wonderful place, particularly during winter, Rob, uh, but also on Saturday night with all those uh, quality horses going around to uh, spend some time in the Club Lounge. Yeah, well, as well as uh, the Victorian Harness Racing Club with their uh, club members, they've also got the VHRC corporate partners. Uh, and I know John Dunn has been leading uh, the way with the uh, corporate partners. And, you know, there's been some wonderful supporters now for a number of years in renowned silverware, Johnny Hawk, Mazzetti Painting, Emmy Mazzetti, Haywood Shepherd and Motor Panels with Martin Risley, Ben Studd Standard Breeds with Peter Judd, Mark Gurry and Associates for Mark Gurry, CGI, John Rowland, Delray National Food Group with Mark Delray, Yeoman Slade and Stone for John and Christine Yeomans, Elderbaron Park, Duncan McPherson, Rich River Golf Club with Shane Glowry, Harness Racing Victorian Tab Corp, Park or Melton Park now, but also recently uh, the club are really proud to announce they've got three new corporate partners that have joined the club. The Harasta Trotters with Pat Driscoll, great to see Pat supporting the VHRC, the GBL uh, Property Consultants with Greg Bediol. And Alabar Bloodstock, Alan Galloway and Brett Coffey. So we've got some really big new players that have come on board now as part of the Victorian Harness Racing Club corporate partners, which is fantastic to see. And if you're involved in a business or uh, in a company, uh, what a great way but to support the VHRC. And uh, if you can't get into the corporate partners area, make sure that uh, you become a social club member because there's so much happening with the VHRC. Uh, there's a, a great uh, foundation that's been built 
and it's a really good opportunity now for, for people to get involved with the club and support the new club lounge. We're up to race number eight on the nine event card. Another terrific race here. When you get the likes of a Harry Stamper and Loxley Lover, and they're not in a feature race, you know it must be a good race, but there's a bit of depth beyond that with Courage Stride and, and the inform Arawakoe until, until last week. So this is a terrific race, the final leg of the main quaddy race number eight. Yeah, what a great race. I mean, fitness and, and how this race is going to be run is, is obviously the challenging part. And again, I, I sort of went back to, to the class runners of uh, what we've seen so far. I've tipped nine Loxie Lover on top uh, for John Nissen and uh, Rebecca Bartley. Look, you know, he's first up from um, a little bit of a break since the 28th of April. He's only had the one run since uh, finishing unplaced in the Great Southern Star Heat back in February. But we know he won the Vic Bread final in December last year. Whether he needs a run or two, uh, only time will tell. The market will probably give us a little bit of a push as well on Saturday night. But I've stuck with nine, Loxley Lover on top. Ahead of seven's Harry Stamper. He's that four-year-old that we've been talking about, the emerging new wave of horses and trotters coming through. We know he's a, a very smart horse. Courage Stride, look, you know, you go back and you look at his race last week and the two horses he chased home in Queen Elida and Ultimate Stride and 56-8, got a little bit tired in the straight. He draws barrier one, second up, could easily win this race. I'm certainly not dismissing him as a winning chance. And I, I think three Kuka Lane's going really well. I think he's a, a little chance to, to run into the placings and first fours. A fantastic race, nine seven one three. And I've uh, tipped the seven. That's uh, Harry Stamper from nine, Loxley Lover. One Courage Stride uh, and six Arawakoe. But uh, it is a terrific race. It's amazing that all these races Saturday night are, are generally not what you would call feature races, but we have got Group 1 quality horses or potential Group 1 quality horses engaged, so it's a very exciting card. 7916 in my tips, race 8. The last event, the Allied Express, Vic Red Platinum Pace, uh, and it looks um, to be Fiamma's race to lose. It'll be a short quote. Yeah, look, uh, Fiamma, uh, she's a four-year-old mare. I mean, her record, uh, what, 15 starts, seven wins, four placings. She's won 66,000 to date. Uh, you know, she's uh, doing everything right. Uh, she finished unplaced in the Vic Bread final. That was back in uh, December. And uh, behind Amore Vita, she started $6 on that uh, particular final. And she was checked and, and, and galloped. And that was the end of her chances. She's come back. She's had three runs back. Uh, she won at Bendigo uh, two in a row or three in a row, actually. And, you know, each time uh, those races have been over the 1650, uh, she recorded uh, and she's got faster each time. Uh, she went 153.8 last time uh, around. And you sort of look at this race and despite giving away some race experience and age to some of the horses that she competes against, she just seems to have a bit of a class edge on her rivals. So we've tipped her uh, on top here. Uh, she's going to be one of those shorties for the night that will be winning. One Holy Stars, you know, she hasn't won since October last year. I mean, all her runs this time in have been really solid uh, behind Zubri, Nikki Nana, Illawong Awesome and Dangerous. So that form line all holds up really well for this race for her to be very competitive. Number one, Holy Stars. Six, Sassiola. Uh, chased, uh, was engaged in a pretty strong race at Maryborough last time. She'll just sit back and do what she normally does is run on and she'll be running on here and she can run into the placings. And five Illawong Awesome, who's probably going in career best form at the moment, can certainly run a cheeky race. But seven on top from one and then six and five for uh, race number uh, nine on the card.
Same numbers for me, 7, 1, 6 and 5 for Yama uh, to be the shortest price favourite for the night, I would suspect, and that's at 9.22, so terrific program. All right, Rob, what about best bets? Thanks to the yeah. Victoria Harness Racing Club. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Look, there's uh, there's obviously some short price favourites, as we know, horses like Queen Elida and obviously uh, the one in the last, Fiamma, they, they're going to be both very short. Maybe you can take some uh, some all-ups uh, to, to try to boost your odds somewhere. Um, Look, uh, I, I like Sly Terror in the first. I, I thought he'd be pretty hard to beat here, race one, number eight, Sly Terror. I think if the brakes go his way, he's clearly the horse to beat. And I certainly felt... Uh, LB2 Chains, race three, number three. Thought it looked a good race for LB2 Chains. And uh, I think he'll be really hard to beat as well. And uh, look, my, my ruffian value bet is in race two, number four, Captain Maastricht. And mainly mainly, mainly pushing for the place and, and maybe a little spec bet in case uh, things go his way. But uh, I thought he's going to be over the odds and he could run a cheeky race in race two. And I haven't come up with an outright best bet as yet, but I, I thought there'd be value about Relentless Me, Rob, in the first. Race one, number seven, so that's my each way. A special, I'm a value runner. It has to be dangerous. Uh, race seven, horse uh, number nine. But there looks to be a lot of highlights on that nine-event card. The first event kicking off at 4.54. Mobile rolling will uh, get underway uh, just uh, after the first event. Uh, Craig Rail and myself will have a look at that program. Uh, Lockie McIntosh to call the meeting on Saturday night at Melton. So hopefully you've been able to find a few winners, and I know for sure if you do get involved, particularly with the Trots Vision or with RSN, uh, you will enjoy a terrific night of harness racing. There's a lot of top-quality horses there, Rob. Yeah, it certainly will, uh, Dan. Looking forward to a wonderful uh, weekend. Uh, happy harnessing to everyone on Saturday night and the weekend, and hopefully we can uh, steer you into a winner or two through uh, throughout the weekend. Thank you.